This is not going to be a fun offseason. Nation, welcome to an episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Everything's falling apart, Grassi. And today, we're going to be trying to answer the loaded question of what is next for the Green Bay Packers. And there's been a lot of news stories that have come out over the past week, and I could have done individual videos on every single one of those things, but I, I kind of just wanted there to be an accumulation of information, like Adam Schefter. I wanted there to be uh, a litany of information that I could kind of just do one big video on. Obviously, as things go on through the offseason, we'll do videos, but... You know, Nathaniel Hackett being hired today by the Denver Broncos. That's going to be included in here. We're going to talk about the salary cap. We're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers and the moves that he could potentially make and kind of just lump that all into one. So with that being said, let's get started here. Let's start off with the breaking news that Brandon Perna is very happy about. Nathaniel Hackett, the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator, has been hired by the Denver Broncos today as their new head coach. Now, this is not really surprising as... Nathaniel Hackett has shown while he's been in Green Bay, he's a phenomenal coach. And obviously, he had his time in Jacksonville in which he nearly brought the Jaguars to a Super Bowl, then fell short, and then since then, Jacksonville is like, okay, deuces. He comes to Green Bay, does great. The players absolutely adore him, so much so that Aaron Rodgers actually said last year that he wouldn't want Hackett anywhere else unless he was going with him. <laughs> Hopefully not foreshadowing. And so Nathaniel Hackett, I wish the guy a ton of luck, but this is going to spur a ton of rumors that now Aaron Rodgers is going to potentially want to go to the Denver Broncos. And of course, this is not a new story as this kind of stuff has been out there since honestly, since last year when we were sitting there on draft night and the Denver Broncos might have made a trade for Rodgers. In addition, this might not be the only coach that's going to leave the Green Bay Packers. Adam Stenovich, who is our Packers O-line coach, he might potentially be up for the offensive coordinator job for the Denver Broncos. Obviously, Hackett and him have worked closely together on the Packers, and that would be a huge loss as well. Matt LaFleur came out in a press conference and basically said that if Hackett got the job, which he did, now they would most likely hire internally. And who that might that be? It might be Luke Getze, who also is getting some potential calls about coaching jobs elsewhere. But as of right now he's going to stay with the Packers. So while the majority of the news is going to be the players that are going to leave the Green Bay Packers, we are definitely going to lose some coaches. We already lost Nathaniel Hackett, and I wouldn't be surprised if we start losing some others just because they've built up quite a resume in Green Bay. That's what happens when you win 13 games for three straight years and make it to the NFC Championship twice. So besides coaching, the other thing we need to start looking at, of course, is players. The big one besides Aaron Rodgers is going to be Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, there were rumors that were coming out weeks ago, even months ago, that he was potentially going to get franchise tagged. I don't agree with those rumors, and I don't think that that's really going to be feasible, considering it's going to cost at least $20 million to franchise tag Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams does not want to play on the tag because no player wants to play on the tag. And the Packers have February 22nd until March 8th to use the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. But as we're going to talk about, that's not really going to be possible with our current cap situation. There are ways to alleviate the cap, which we will talk about. But Devontae Adams, who the Packers really wanted to get a deal done with before the season began, they were apparently working and working, working. Then negotiations broke off, 
And since then, it's been radio silence. The Green Bay Packers have been adamant that they want to keep Devontae Adams, which makes sense considering he is arguably the best wide receiver in the entire league. And if the Packers are unable to get a deal done, free agency starts March 16th. And I would imagine you're going to see Devontae Adams make a ton of money somewhere else. And why are we talking about Devontae Adams? Well, not only is he an amazing player, but I also think that this is going to play into is Aaron Rodgers going to come back to the Green Bay Packers? Aaron Rodgers made it very, very clear that he does not want to be on a team that is rebuilding. And if you lose your number one target and number one wide receiver in Devontae Adams, I think that you are heading into a rebuild, to say the least, because you're losing arguably your second best player on the team. And so we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be the biggest story of the offseason. He went on the Pat McAfee show and said flat out two things. One, that he would not retire and then come back. He would stay retired if that was his decision. And two, he would make a decision before free agency, which is March 16th. It'd be more in line to see if, you know, Dante Adams is going to be franchise tagged out of respect for the organization, because obviously a lot of people's decisions and responsibilities and moving forward has to do with Aaron Rodgers because the Green Bay Packers are going to be a completely different team if Aaron Rodgers does not want to come back. And it's not just potentially retiring, of course, it's also the fact that he might just also demand a trade. Last offseason, we had spent an entire summer talking about the friction between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Since then, Aaron Rodgers has gone out of his way to actually praise Brian Gutekunst and talk about how much the relationship has gotten better. There's a friendship now that is involved there. And when it comes down to it, it really comes down to three options. One, Aaron Rodgers can retire. Two, he can want to force a trade. Or three, he stays for his final year as a Green Bay Packer and or the Packers wind up extending him. Now, Unfortunately, this is where things get very, very complicated because Aaron Rodgers has an incredibly hefty contract. And we'll talk about the cap in a second. But as we talked about when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, I mean, his future is also up in the air because Jordan Love, as of right this second, is going into his third year when we start next season. And the Green Bay Packers have seen him in one and a half regular season games. We have no idea what Jordan Love can actually do because there's zero experience there. Matt LaFleur even alluded to that in his press conference saying that there's just a lack of experience. When he comes back, hopefully, you know, he's worked on his footwork and all that great stuff. But the kid has basically had zero time to actually develop and get game time experience. Hell, even his preseason was cut short last season. And why it's important that Jordan Love is going into his third year is because at the end of his third year, the Green Bay Packers need to make a decision on Jordan Love. Are they going to move forward with his fifth year extension? Because he's a first round pick, the Green Bay Packers can say, yep, we're going to claim his fifth year extension, meaning that he is going to get five years instead of the four years that most rookies get because he was picked in the first round. The issue is that fifth year is fully guaranteed. So if Aaron Rodgers does come back for this year, we will still have only seen Jordan Love for one and a half games unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt or something like that. And then we're going to need to make a very big financial decision. So this basically seems like considering his contract, and again, we'll talk about the cap space in a second. If the Green Bay Packers bring back Aaron Rodgers, they're going to have to finagle with his contract. They are going to have some extension there. That might be the end of Jordan Love because they might just wind up trading him somewhere for draft capital. So we'll kind of see how things play out there. But Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Jordan Love, and so many others on this team are linked to Aaron Rodgers and his contract. Which then leads to talking about cap space. So, Ken Ingles, who has been on this show many, many times, he's the cap space guru over there on Twitter. He put out this phenomenal tweet. It kind of helps break it down a little bit. So, if Aaron Rodgers retires and or is traded, 
in terms of cap hit, they're basically the same before June 1st in both scenarios and after June 1st in both scenarios. Of course, the bigger thing is going to be if he gets traded, the Green Bay Packers are going to get draft capital here. So if Aaron Rodgers is traded, his cap hit is $26.85 million. It winds up saving us $19.82 million. If it's after June 1st, his cap hit is $19.17 million, and it saves $27.49 million. Now, here's the other issue. Obviously, after June 1st would be ideal in terms of a cap hit, but we are going to want that draft capital like we just talked about. And so the Green Bay Packers are most likely going to have to move him before the draft so they can get those picks and use them right away. Because even though Matt LaFleur is going up in the press conference saying that we're not rebuilding, they want Aaron Rodgers back, they want Devontae Adams back, Russ Ball can move money around, if we're just being honest here... There's only so much money. Now, if he flat out retires, it's the same exact thing, except we don't get the draft capital. Now, the other option is, of course, that they can extend Aaron Rodgers. The issue is, is that his contract is so insanely big, so much so that even if they extend him and he played for the veteran minimum, he would still be given $20 million this year. His base salary for 2022 is $26.4 million plus a $16 million signing bonus, which is $46.1 million. So, the thing is with the signing bonuses, yes, you can spread them out and kick that can down the road, but eventually you're going to have to pay these guys. So if Aaron Rodgers is going to stay on the team for any amount of time, listen, we're going to have to pay it. Now the cap is going to go up as the years go on. And so it might alleviate some of this stress for right now. But again, it is still something to be concerned about. And at the end of the day, there's only so much money and Aaron Rodgers, he takes up a huge chunk of that. And so far, we've only really talked about a few players. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Devontae Adams. That's not even including guys like Zadarius Smith, who is most likely going to be gone because his contract is significant. Randall Cobb, who also posted on Instagram, basically saying, like, thank you, Green Bay. He's a $9.6 million cap hip. And as I said... Two years ago, the Green Bay Packers have a wide receiver problem. And a lot of people, before they even clicked on that video, was like, oh yeah, we don't have enough receivers. And I was like, no, that's not the issue. Two years ago, I'm looking ahead and saying, at the end of the 2021 season, the Green Bay Packers are going to have issues at wide receiver. Why is that? Devontae Adams is a free agent. MVS is a free agent. Robert Tunyon is a free agent. Equinemius St. Brown, free agent. Randall Cobb is likely going to get cut. And so the only guy we're really going to have on the team is freaking fracking Amari Rogers, which look how much playing time he got this year. On top of that, you have Alan Lazard, who's a restricted free agent. So there's a little bit of different rules there. But the thing is, the Green Bay Packers are going to need to address wide receiver because unless they re-sign some of these guys with I don't know what money, they're going to have a huge problem here. On top of that, you have to extend Jair Alexander, who's going into his fifth year. On top of that, what do you do about guys like Rasul Douglas? What do you do about guys like Devondre Campbell? These are all huge questions about players who played for pretty cheap contracts because Jair's still on his rookie deal, and Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas, they were just picked up for super cheap. And so now that they had good seasons and or Jair Alexander has had a good career so far, they're going to start commanding more money. So there is going to be a drain 
between both on offense and defense. And again, we're not even talking about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams right this second. We're just talking about a ton of other guys on both sides of the field. And so Matt LaFleur is coming out saying that we're not looking to rebuild. The issue is that you are not going to be able to keep all of these guys. And I know a lot of people are going to come out and be like, well, just extend and restructure and all that. There's only so much of that that you could actually do because there are several guys in 2022 that have huge cap hits and you have to pay them money at some point. Because again, whether you're kicking the can down the road or what have you, some of these guys have base salaries like Adrian Amos or Billy Turner or Zadari Smith or Preston Smith that are significant. And that is going to be a problem when trying to move forward and actually fielding a team. And we're not even talking about the draft who we're going to have to basically pay these guys salary. So at the end of the day, there is going to be so much navigating that is going to have to happen for the Packers. But the first thing that you have to do is figure out, do they really want Aaron Rodgers back? The front office and Matt LaFleur have been very adamant that they want Aaron Rodgers back. It's just going to come down to, okay, if he's your guy, How long are you going to keep him for? You're going to have to restructure and extend his contract. And then what is the rest of the team going to look like? Because let's be completely honest, folks. The Green Bay Packers, this has been basically a three-year story. Brian Gutekunst went out, got Darius Smith, Billy Turner, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, basically kind of going all in in 2018. We go to the NFC Championship with Matt LaFleur. The following year, right, they can't really make any free agent splashes. They go to the NFC Championship again, and instead of blowing it all up, they go even further in, bringing guys in like Randall Cobb, and we still fell short. And I'm not trying to be a pessimist or anything like that. I'm looking at the reality of this going, there's no way that we can go all in again. Last year was the last dance in so many different ways. And again, maybe Rodgers stays, maybe they're able to do some backflips and keep guys like Devontae Adams, and that's great. The thing is, there are going to be key guys on this team who are not going to be here next season. And if you're to look at the NFC North, the entire division's kind of like in this weird rebuild right now. You have the Bears and Vikings both getting new GMs and head coaches, and the Lions are obviously, they're Lions, they're rebuilding right now. The Packers, they might be in for a rebuild, and you could call it a reload, you can call it whatever you want, but... The Packers would still be competitive with Aaron Rodgers a million percent. However, it's going to come down to what guarantees can they give Aaron Rodgers that this is not a rebuild year because he wants no part of that. And if he's not interested in that, then it comes down to trading Aaron Rodgers and getting the most draft capital possible. And again, Aaron Rodgers hasn't even made a decision here, but it is a two-sided thing. The Packers need to figure out what are they going to do in the short term and long term, and what is Aaron Rodgers going to want to do as well. So both of these sides need to figure out what the hell they're doing. We'll find out most likely within the next month. But again, this offseason is going to get very, very crazy. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, this is exactly what the Packers are going to do, or this is what they should do. I'm looking at this and going like, hey, this is what they might do. I think in terms of cap relief and also compensation, the thing that would make the most sense is if Aaron Rodgers still wants to play football and he doesn't want to do it for the Packers, it's then to get that cap relief, make sure you trade him, get a whole bunch of first round picks that you can then use this draft to build a young team, get some of those foundational pieces and build the team around Jordan Love. And as as we said, when Jordan Love got drafted, I, I don't know if he's the guy. Going into his year three, I still don't know if he's the guy. And people are ready to crap all over him, say he's a bust and what have you. You've seen him play one and a half regular season games. 
I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows if Jordan Love's going to be a bust. Aaron Rodgers was real bad at first, and guess what? He blossomed into one of the greatest of all time. So the Packers are in a bit of trouble here, and I think you're just going to see a brand new team in some way, shape, or form that's going to take the field this coming season. Again, Aaron Rodgers might still be at the helm, but then I think Jordan Love is going to be out the door, and they're really just going to be kicking the can down the road. And even if they're trying to go all in again, you're going to be missing some pieces here. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about all of this craziness? What players do you think the Packers definitely need to try and keep? Which ones do you think that they should trade or cut? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!